Fine. Welcome back to the tree. This is Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. Yeah, and like always, thank you again for the continued support, continued engagement, and that hashtag banana cats. Wow, like 93 episodes, right? Today? 92. 92. 92. 92. Okay. Hey. Yeah. 92 episodes. Speaking of 92 episodes, we figured we'd read some reviews. I think we talked about that in the last episode. So let's do that. On Apple Podcasts, we have a 4.8 rating out of 5. We have 25 ratings, and we have some comments here. Not everybody has to leave a comment. If you don't want to, you could just go leave a rating, or you could leave a comment. Yeah, either way is appreciated. This is by Sarah B4B. It was actually done in 2019 in October. She left a five-star rating. She says, awesome. Just started listening today, and I've binged all of them. These two have a great dynamic and are easy to listen to with interesting content. Definitely recommend. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm sorry we're late. I mean, Yeah, that was a while ago. That was like an early <laughs> review. Thank you. That was a super early. Someone who actually like super early listened. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This next review is by RDHC. It was left in January 2020. He left five stars. He says, Gina is amazing. Gina is a inspiration to so many. I'm amazed at all she's doing. Thank you for bringing awareness and for all you are doing. Thank you so much, RDHC. I appreciate you. Big facts. If you're still listening today, uh, leave a comment on our YouTube or our Instagram. Yeah, thank you guys for the continued input. I didn't even know there was this many reviews at all. The next one's by Ridicules Patreons 1. He left us, or she, left us five stars in 2020 also. It says, awesome, very entertaining, intense. Host is engaging and informative. On the edge of my seat the entire time. Looking forward to more episodes. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. I hope you're still listening. Yeah, thank you. The next one is by Native Soltis. Three stars in November in 2020. Gina is great, but that guy is hard to listen to. Every episode I listen to, it gets clearer how little research actually goes into what gets said on the podcast. I really do think the good of y'all do gets overshadowed by the poorly researched musings. <laughs> Let's talk about it. All right. Um... I, I really don't, if this person could point out what, what isn't thoroughly researched, um, 90, we are just... 90, like 5% of what we talk about on here is directly from an article, and we let you guys know where to find the research yourself in the description, of every description. And then if we have guests on, it's really their episode, we let them, we just interview them, so I'm not sure... It might be someone that hates me. It's all good. I love I you. Know. Love and peace. <laughs> peace and love. Love and peace. Uh, rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> Nothing but love over here. The next one's my Mama Labs. Five stars. Uh, love this. Super entertaining podcast and an amazing host. So happy I found this. This was done in 2020. Appreciate you, Mama Labs. Next one is a five-star by Pinky Pinkin in 2021. Hey. Oh, some recent ones. That's cool. 
says rely on the betrayed i love gina and drew they're so focused on children's safety and internet safety for children these two are making a huge difference in the world and i wish we had more like them thank y'all much love hashtag banana cats <laughs> i love it that's awesome thank you for the kind words thank you appreciate you pinky that's great banana cats hey i love that people are liking that it's so random how that started still <laughs> Next one is a five-star by Lewis83 in 2021. Love it. Good job, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you. Short, sweet, to the point. I love it. Next one is by someone that we know and uh, does the same that we've done for around the same amount of time. Sabrina Ajak. She left a five-star rating in 2021, just recently. Awesome people. This team is awesome and very informative. I enjoy and listen whenever I get a chance. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you, Sabrina. Yeah, thank you for the support. Yeah, her team is Arizona Predator Prevention. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram. She, she's been just nothing but lovely. And I try to respond to all of her messages. And I've even helped her out with decoying sometimes. Like she, She's a great woman. And yeah. she has a great team herself. I was going to say, they do good work. Yeah, the next one's by Amy Lynn 80, five-star rating in 2021. Amazing team, great work, very informative. Keep it up. Appreciate you, Amy Lynn. Yeah, thank I you. That was the last review. I appreciate all the reviews. Uh, if you guys want to go leave a review, go click the Apple Podcast link in our description. We'll be sure to read reviews again like this, and we'd love to read yours. Yeah, thank you guys again for the kind words and everything. We really, really appreciate the input. I think we're going to start this podcast off with this article that I found. It's by The Week. And I'm just, the title is what caught my eye. I don't really want to read this whole article to you guys. I'll leave it below if you guys want to go read it yourselves. But I just wanted to read the title and then Drew and I answer for ourselves. Because this article doesn't really answer anything. It just gives a bunch of information, which could be information you guys are interested in so you guys can go check it out for yourselves but let's let's ask the question it says can rehab for you know the weirdos that we always talk about the the dangerous people who do bad things to you know kids <laughs> um can rehab for those type of people help combat the violence that they do what do you think drew mm. On a broad spectrum, I think absolutely not, but probably on an individual. Like, I'm sure there's, you know, statistically somebody going through that type of... Because they're talking about, like, therapy and things like that, right? Right. Jail, probation, uh, the houses that people provide, the rehabilitation houses, things like that. And we know from experience... Because we've caught people in rehabilitation houses. Like, we've caught people fresh out of jail. We've caught people of just every type of person we've caught. So, for me, in my opinion, it's the same as yours. I just, I... <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think there's any chance. It's just like you put them together. It's just like take away the, the weirdo population and just look at criminals in jail or prison. They all learn from each other usually, unless they learn their lesson. There are people that do. One of my best friends who we've had on this show has, has been to jail and totally turned his life around and was a good guy. But 
there is the aspect where the same like-minded people get together and they just learn secrets of the trade, I guess is the way to put it. Um, you, you like, remember we talked, I think it was about 20 episodes ago about a, uh, weirdo handbook that apparently is on the internet that mm. teaches people how to do it. I just feel like putting them all in the same room is not going to encourage them to not be that. That's just my opinion. I'm not a therapist, but that's how I feel. A hundred percent. They have conversations outside of the therapy that they're doing together, right? They, they have conversations privately and things that they hear in those sessions could spark conversation outside of the sessions that could get deep and volatile and just not okay. And it just defeats the whole purpose, right? Exactly. The thing that I, uh, I found that I'm waiting for stats on, because in California we have a prison that's just for weirdos and, uh, the extra, the other type of weirdo against adults and I don't think that they're going to have a good success rate from that. I don't, I don't think when we look back 10 years on it, I don't think the data is going to show any success. There'll be individuals. I think you can't deny that there could be people, but. Well, especially with the mix of places that are allowing them to leave early, right. Or not have much punishment at all and then there's the ones that are like really cracking down right now and hopefully that causes a domino effect like we like to talk about but i mean uh it's just so this is i, I just think it's an un, uh, unforgivable it's unforgivable it's, that's that it's unforgivable and it's an ongoing war that will have no end do you get what I mean? There will always yeah. be these sick people. It's I, it's it's. It, and I feel like more do it twice or more times than just stop at that one time. You know what well, I mean? I even I, after getting caught, even after getting caught, they go back to do it again. I've seen that more times than I can count, and it's insane. It's insane. They can't control themselves. No, this is actually a, a a good segue, unless you got a little bit more to say on that. Um, oh, think, go for it. I think this is actual kind of proof of all that. I think a lot of people that listen to our show probably already saw the viral video, and we'll link the article that has the video of it. Reported on May 18th, there was a 11-year-old girl who fought off a would-be kidnapper. I'm going to read the article from Tampa Bay because there's updates and I haven't seen a lot of update videos floating around social media showing that the guy was caught. So attempted kidnapping of 11 year old girl caught by surveillance camera in West Pensacola, West Pensacola, Florida. The Escambia County Sheriff's Office says that the animal who tried to snatch a girl at her bus stop in West Pensacola's Tuesday morning has been captured. Surveillance video shows the 11-year-old's brave escape from the man, who had been watching the girl for two weeks. In a press conference Tuesday night, the sheriff said they were able to get multiple images and videos of the suspect from the area's businesses, which helped lead to, lead to his arrest. It happened around 7 Tuesday morning at Old Corey Field Road and Perdio Street. 
The video shows a white Dodge Journey pull onto the street next to the girl. About 90 seconds later, the vehicle comes back down the street and stops. A man jumps out and grabs the girl as her bag is thrown several feet away. As the man tries to drag the girl back to, the, to his vehicle, she can be, see, can be seen struggling as he stumbles and they both fall. The man gets up and runs back to his vehicle as the girl runs in the opposite direction. The Scambian County Sheriff's Office said the man was Hispanic, possibly in his 30s or 40s, and was armed with a knife. After the suspect was placed into custody, the sheriff said they realized part of the vehicle he was driving had been freshly painted, possibly in an attempt to evade capture. The sheriff said the man still had some blue goop on him, which the victim wiped on him when he was attacked. And it was like some silly putty, like that stringy type stuff. Late Tuesday night, the sheriff identified the suspect as 30-year-old Jared Paul Stenga, saying he had a lengthy history that includes abuse of a child. Investigators say two weeks before the incident, the girl reported to her principal that a man in a white vehicle had pulled up to her at the bus stop and talked to her. It's unclear if Stanga was the man, the same man. The little girl is safe with her family, deputies say. Stanga is charged with attempted kidnapping of a child under 13, aggravated assault and battery. Anyone with information about this incident is asked to call the Skanda County Sheriff's Department. We'll leave a link to it. If you do, make sure you click on that. It has all the number, numbers on there. And you can also call Crime Stoppers at 850-433-STOP. Definitely. And it's nice when we get, I like when we give updates of things that we've talked to, or talked about, I mean. Yeah, no, and this is, this is just proof of what we were talking about before. Like these guys don't just stop doing this weirdo stuff. Like I didn't go into detail exactly what he did, but he'd already been abusing children. So this guy's a weirdo. He's not a good person. And then yeah. you wonder if this was his first attempt and it failed, or if this is the first attempt that did fail, you know? I just don't see how like any case that involves that type of stuff, you know, you line up 10, 20 people and ask every single person, should we do this or should we do this? They're going to pick the most, the one that like, you know, isn't going to save them. They're, they're all, I feel like they're all, nobody's going to say, give them another chance, put them back on the streets, give them a job at the place near the daycare down the street. Like, what? Because that's exactly what's happening when they just go back into society. Well, yeah, like, we have we haven't referenced it in a while. We'll have to link it. But, I mean, if you go to watchdog.org and type in your local, just your local zip code, you can see all the registered weirdos that are around you and the type of crimes they've committed. And you would be shocked how many are close actually to, you know, elementary schools and preschools and things like that. And on the route that maybe you guys walk to the park or yep. to the library or to the gas station. It's crazy. Stay aware. That's all I can say. And the, even in the, there was an update with the mom where she talks about, she's like, and this is, you know, it's so, I guess, stereotypical. She says something along the lines of, uh, I never keep my kids out of my sight. This is the one time that I didn't. She was running late or something like that. She had one of her kids. She has a younger one. It was the one time she was late and something happened. So even yeah, even being a, a vigil like a, a great great parent, bad things can still happen. You just need to 
to be very aware. So we got one more update and uh, I'm sure we're going to continue talking about this because it's the biggest story out of this entire community ever. This is coming from 1011now.com, which I'm not sure where this is at. I think it's in Nebraska, but it's reporting out of London. The brother of Jeffrey Epstein's former girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, said Wednesday she should be released on bail from U.S. jail, a claim that she was being held in degrading conditions that amount to torture. Maxwell, 59, is awaiting trial in July on charges she recruited teenage girls from the late financier to sexually abuse. The British socialite has been in federal lockup in Brooklyn since she was arrested last July, and she has lost... Two bail requests, including a $28.5 million bail release proposal in December because she was deemed a flight risk. Her brother, Ian Maxwell, told the BBC Wednesday he was worried about her health and ability to prepare for her trial because of the conditions she was held in. Gisley Maxwell is in effective isolation in a 6 by 9 cell without natural light and contains a concrete bed and toilet, he said. She is under around-the-clock surveillance with 10 cameras, one that follows her, and four guards tracking her movement. It is also being deprived, she's also being deprived of sleep, he added. She has a flashlight showing in her cell every 15 minutes throughout the night. It's grotesque, and in that respect, it amounts to, her, to torture, he said in a radio interview. He added that she is not a suicide risk and remains resolute, but is losing her hair and having trouble with her eyesight. Gisling Maxwell was charged with recruiting three teenage girls as young as 14 for Epstein to sexually abuse between 94 and 97. And this was the new charge that was brought to her in March. And they pushed her trial date from mid-July. And they haven't set the time, but it's going to be in fall, probably August. Late August is maybe the earliest we'll get. But she is being prosecuted I don't think she's being tortured in there. I don't feel any sympathy for her. I mean, if you stay in a hospital for a day or more, they wake you up every 30 to 40 minutes to check your vitals. So them, her getting woken up every 15 minutes, I have no sympathy for at all. Look what happened to her best freaking... Hoorah, duty rob with peace and love and rainbows friend. Look what happened to him. Um, that didn't happen to him. I don't even know, but why would anybody want that to you know, I'm putting my fingers up, the two fingers that is like quotes. you know quotes. Why would anybody want that with quotes to happen to her? I would want my eye on her too and checks and all that, so Oh, they can't. They can't afford to have her. I'm trying to think of a way to phrase it that YouTube won't be angry at. But her friend, when he tragically took his own life, um, <laughs> that is the right. That's the right. The right answer. Um, With tears. Oh, yeah, I'm so. With tears so, so, so and sorries. So um. Yeah, I don't, I, I just, I understand it's her brother. I mean, you can't, I don't think you can really completely blame family. I think people have weird psychological bonds that make you overlook some of the worst things in people. 
but I don't feel sorry for Maxwell at all. Not one bit. No, she made the choices that she made in life. You're a choice maker. You know? Yep. There's nothing else to really say about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess leaving it on that note, thank you for listening. Thank you for liking. Thank you for commenting and subscribing. Until next time, Banana Cats. Banana Cats. Much love. Peace.